Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Facebook, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram, among others. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review. Also, share it with a friend. Tonight, we'll be reading the opening to Jane Austen's 1811 Sense and Sensibility. It was published anonymously. By a lady appears on the title page where the author's name might have been. It tells the story of the Dashwood sisters as they must move with their widowed mother from the estate on which they grew up. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1 The family of Dashwood had long been settled in Sussex. Their estate was large, and their residence was at Norland Park, in the center of their property where, for many generations, they had lived in so respectable a manner 
as to engage the general good opinion of their surrounding acquaintance. The late owner of this estate was a single man who lived to a very advanced age and who for many years of his life had a constant companion and housekeeper in his sister. But her death, which happened ten years before his own, produced a great alteration in his home. For to supply her loss, he invited and received into his house the family of his nephew, Mr. Henry Dashwood, the legal inheritor of the Norland estate, and the person to whom he intended to bequeath it. In the society of his nephew and niece and their children, the old gentleman's days were comfortably spent. His attachment to them all increased. The constant attention of Mr. and Mrs. Henry Dashwood to his wishes, which proceeded not merely from interest, but from goodness of heart, gave him every degree of solid comfort which his age could receive, and the cheerfulness of the children added a relish to his existence. By a former marriage, Mr. Henry Dashwood had one son. By his present lady, three daughters. The son, a steady, respectable young man, was amply provided for by the fortune of his mother, which had been large, and half of which devolved on him on his coming of age. By his own marriage, likewise, which happened soon afterwards, he added to his wealth. To him, therefore, the succession to the Norland estate was not really so important as to his sisters. For their fortune, independent of what might arise to them from their fathers inheriting that property, could be but small. Their mother had nothing, and their father only 7,000 pounds in his own disposal. For the remaining moiety of his first wife's fortune was also secured to her child, and he had only a life interest in it. The old gentleman died. His will was read, and like almost every other will, gave as much disappointment.